listening to another episode of the Sisterhood Podcast. And today's episode is an episode around a conversation around social media. Social media is a big part of our lives. We spend a lot of time on it. So we decided to talk about social media and how it affects our mental health. And we hope that from the research we've done that we can, you know, maybe educate ourselves as well. So we'll just have some research on it as well, but we hope to have a conversation about the positives and the negatives of social media on our mental health, basically. Yeah, and I think we're going to be quite honest about, you know, our relationships with social media. Well, I am anyway. I'm going to be quite relationship about. I'm going to lie the whole time. <laughs> I said I'm going to be a relationship instead of, <laughs> instead of honest about my relationship with social media as well. Okay, so. I have a definition of social media, which I'm pretty sure everybody knows what social media is, but I, you know, I love a good definition. So it's defined as websites and applications that enable users to create and share content or to participate in social network. Um, another thing I heard about social media recently, which I wrote down um, just after that, is I was listening to a podcast recently and they said something that really, really stuck with me. And it was that we are more connected than ever. We have so many different forms of communication. Yet, somehow, we are lonelier than ever. And that really stayed with me. Do you think that? Yeah, I I get, like, what that means is we can, like, we can have communication so instantly. But, like, it's just not the same as that, like, face-to-face interaction, you know? Because yeah. you could you could be talking to someone, like, texting someone or something. But it's just, it's not, like, I feel like for me it's definitely not the same as, like, sitting with someone and having a conversation yeah and the thing is as well it's come to a stage now as well where you have to actively turn your phone upside down and uh, move your phone away from you to be able to fully be in that conversation as well yeah, yeah sorry but we're getting into all this stuff before we <laughs> even get into it so um will we start on some of the negatives yeah we'll start on the we're going to start on the negatives so we kind of have Uh, end the podcast on a positive yes we'll go with the negative which there's quite a lot more of the negatives so we'll go we'll start with them and then go straight into the positives so one of the negatives um is that it affects your self-esteem so a big part of that is comparison um we all are guilty of comparing ourselves to others by they said in the article i read they used the word stalking other people's profiles but for me it probably would be just looking through my home like scrolling through my news feed yeah of just you know looking at other people's life and it just seems to be a natural part of our my human brain anyway to just look at their life and go not everyone's life but to look at it and if I'm having a bad day I might compare my life to their life yeah definitely like even it can be something little as, as little as oh um you see your friends out maybe doing something and you're you feel left out it's that like fear of missing out or it oh, could no. be like why does this girl have smaller legs than I do or um yeah. it can, like it can be so many different versions of comparison yeah. but it, it is a really dangerous like mindset to get into because obviously like we like we're aware most of us are aware of the fact that we only post our highlights that like social media isn't exactly real life uh, yeah. I like and I am guilty of this definitely of posting things and um, making it seem like my life is better than it actually is you know like I could be having a shit day and I could post a picture from when I was having a good day or it could look like I'm yeah. having a good day when I'm not so like it is important to always remember that like 
things are not always as the same especially with like comparison if you're comparing like physical um appearance appearance like that can be altered like we can all edit um there's things like facetune uh photoshop where people make themselves look completely different uh which is fine if that's what they want to do but you could be comparing your what you look like in your normal life to someone who doesn't actually look like that in real life so yeah you know it's just unrealistic like expectations to put on yourself because it's impossible for you to look like some someone that doesn't even look like what they are portraying themselves yeah. to be you know and same with like the way they live their life as well like they might make it seem like they're always busy and doing all these amazing stuff but maybe they're not like that could be once a month or and they're still posting the same pictures you know what I mean like yeah it's it's hard to know what's real and what isn't yeah and I find um there is a lot of people that you can follow on social media who are quite real um years ago I read about this I think she was a YouTuber or she was an Instagram model anyway and she posted loads of photos of herself and then had all these captions and then she did she delete all the photos and then re-upload them with real captions yeah or else she just went back and edited the captions I can't remember but she basically said like she'd have all these photos of her that would have looked you know perfect to others and then she would change the captions and say took 300 photos of this and still wasn't happy felt fat on this day there was loads didn't eat on this day or whatever yeah didn't eat on this day sent this dress back afterwards i only bought it for this and then so you know we all post photos and we all you know sometimes we do it to make ourselves feel better on a bad day as well it's like that instant gratification you get from like likes and comments Comments. and stuff like support though like sometimes it is just support yeah but also like there is a lot more people coming out and having captions on the photos and they're real captions and they're talking about mental health their body image and stuff like that you're good at that I'm definitely not good at that like I feel like I need to practice being more real on social media but I feel like you're very good at that you're good at like um talking about like the reality of what is going on when you are posting things you know what I mean yeah. I'm more of a like uh did my makeup this day so I uploaded it but uh I don't actually like I I'm not saying my social media is fake but it's definitely not as real as it could be yeah I I do try to be quite honest and like I do post like recently I just post about how bad my periods are and I sometimes think oh people probably think I just go on a bit but I'm just like I'm not fake and I don't want to be like you know well if you had posted that picture let's say without the caption people would be comparing themselves to that being like oh she's at the gym all the time she must be so fit and so like motivated and whatever else and they wouldn't see the reality behind it that like you were struggling that day or had your period or whatever so like I do think it is good to have like real captions for people to be able to relate to more but also this is the thing I've noticed um with people as well because I tend to try and read as many captions as I can especially from people I know will be having a real conversation but a lot of people scroll and don't actually read the captions. Yeah. So this is another thing as well. They kind of um don't have the, uh, what's the word? I have it here somewhere as well. Attention spam to like read it all. Yeah. They see they're like, nah, too long. I'm going to keep scrolling. 
and they don't read it all. And sometimes I have to say to myself, I love that page, Humans of New York and yeah. Humans of Dublin. And I see a picture and sometimes I'm like, oh, I keep scrolling. And then I have to tell myself, no, go back and read it. You love learning about human beings. Go back and read yeah. that and learn about it because this is your brain being too lazy if that makes sense to just read a caption that you know you will love yeah because i love those stories and i think that is with instagram especially because a lot of people just do that for like the visual effect of like photos Uh, a lot of people aren't there to kind of read the captions that's why most people would keep their captions short and sweet because they know majority of people aren't going to read them yeah they'd have a some people are really good at having just like a witty one-liner and i love them as well yeah um but i'm not very good at witty one-liners i'm much better at being like um talking about like my mental health or my body image or stuff like that i'm much better at that but if someone was to say like oh have a witty one-liner i'd be like yeah no you know what I mean yeah I like no and that that would rack my head too much and then I wouldn't post the picture because I'd be thinking oh I have to do this and I'm like even if I just put a heart like some photos of mine I have captions that's just a heart and I'm just like because I love this photo I don't really have much to say so I but I'm not going to post it waiting for this perfect caption when no one really reads them half of the time do you know what I mean like so and if I'm in a mood where I'm kind of like I have something to say I'm gonna post a longer caption with something to say but sometimes I don't have much to say you know what I mean you just want to post the picture because there is yeah because I you can lose a lot of photos as well through you know I'm known for breaking phones or like Mm -hmm. losing phones or whatever um so I like to post um photos that I really really love in case I lose them yeah and I know social media is not that safe either one day they could just delete them from the world and then like my poor Bebo photos that I'll never get back because I can't log on to Bebo so probably for the best that we never see them photos again to be fair I know but I would like to look at some of them I know some of them I would mirror selfies like this is another thing when I had Bebo back in the day every single photo I took would be uploaded and I would never yeah. ever look at my body look how I was standing look was at what no I was wearing there was at nothing all. there was no questioning how you looked or anything they just all went up and I didn't even like and I know people would look through them and they wouldn't I don't even think they'd judge them and I don't think Bebo had a like thing you could comment on photos yeah. but no one could like them no. so you didn't have like that pressure of like anyone liking them basically yeah. you could just upload whatever you want the only thing Bebo was slowly getting towards it was you know you could see how many times someone shared like had their love shared with them yeah. or their page views so you could there was, was still an element that, yeah. of that was beginning so yeah just back to comparison like instagram is really you know this is the where the comparison lays is so, on yeah. instagram because it is photos and as you said photos can be edited but a lot of photos look aesthetically perfect and that could be um travel that could be food that could be um bodies um, it could be as well, you see a lot of people with big fancy cars around them and stuff. Oh, I was listening to another podcast the other day and I cannot remember who it was. I think he's like an Irish PT and he said that he was going somewhere and he met this guy who had like a Ferrari or something. And he was like, oh my God, I love this car. Can I take a picture? So he did it as an experiment. He got in the car, took a picture of it and posted it on his Instagram and he got 
dogs abuse for it. Oh, like really? he was like, Oh, you're too good for us now. You're like, or you know, they were like, Oh, show off, show off, all this stuff. And he got like loads of trolls. And then what happened was he was actually driving in a different car and he goes, Well, and then said the story and go, Well, this is the car I was driving. And like people just believed that that was his car and just gave him such abuse. And he was like, but even if it was my car, like, yeah, that's weird. You know what I mean? Like what yeah. they were like, oh, you're showing off or you're da 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 da. And he was like, well, no, I was just in a car that I really, really liked. And what's wrong with that as well? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like at the same time, there was that case of people saying you're like bragging. Like, isn't that what people said? about like Kim Kardashian when she was robbed in uh, Paris of the, yeah. she became very conscious then of the fact of what she shared like as in possessions and stuff um, because a lot of people are like well isn't it your own fault that you share that you have this and you have that Um, we don't like to see people like showing off or yeah. bragging or whatever yeah. like we consider like things like that to be very like I don't know just we it's not very social socially acceptable to be like oh look what I have yeah to like even take a compliment it goes as far as taking a compliment like we have just all been trained to not take a compliment or to even like on like what would you say like underestimate ourselves or like not underestimate ourselves if someone says something like put ourselves down if someone's like oh my god that's a nice top we say pennies straight away as if like or I got it on sale or I did this or this old thing do you know what I mean like and it's just like and we can't say thank you yeah you know what I mean or if someone says something like um I don't know you look great it's like no I don't I I didn't sleep last night I didn't wash my hair yeah (laughs) Um, on my brows are all I don't like my makeup you know we're always like in with that comment I don't know what it is but yeah looking at these photos on Instagram you know they can make us all doubt ourselves and our life for me it depends on the day I'm having yeah depends on who I'm following yeah um that's a massive point you have to be so careful who you're following yeah I like unfollow people regularly that I that make me feel like shit about myself. Yeah. Or I like you can mute people as well, like mute their stories and mute their posts. And I do definitely do that. Like sometimes, only if I'm going through like a bad period in my life where, like maybe, I'm not doing as much and these people are like, yeah, constantly doing stuff, which is like my own insecurity and not theirs. Like they are like obviously people are, able to post whatever they want, but. It is just important to think like everyone's life moves at different speeds. So like, yeah, if someone's traveling now, it doesn't mean that I will never travel. Or if someone's doing all these amazing things, like I should, like we shouldn't compare ourselves. Yeah, you know, we're all yeah. different. Exactly, but you do hear a lot about FOMO, fear of missing out, is massive in this yeah. day and age. You know what I mean? Because we can literally see everybody's life. Uh, like you know in seconds if we wanted to so another thing was a study done by the university of copenhagen so this found that people suffer from facebook envy so i don't know Mm -hmm. if this was done around the facebook time or if it was like just being called it could be it could be saying instagram envy as well so what they found is that those who abstain from using the popular site popular not as much now but it's still as popular um site advice that they felt more satisfied with their lives so if they stay away from the social media uh, whichever one it is they actually feel more satisfied with their life 
okay, because yeah, they're not comparing it to, you know what I mean? So if yeah. you have a really great day and you come home and you're just chilling out, you'll still have a great day. But then if you go on social media and you see someone's done, you know, three times Mount you or sitting yeah. on a beach in the Maldives, you might think, oh, God, you know what I mean? You yeah, compare it then. Yeah, not as great. Yeah. It, you know, yeah, I do get that. Whereas if you aren't on it, then you're satisfied with what you did. You know yeah. what I mean? So, well, like, that's, it's honestly, I think it depends what, where your head is at as well. Yeah. So another thing they said is, Becoming more conscious of the amount of time you spend scrolling through your news feeds or people's profiles could help you focus more on yourself and boost your self-confidence. So again, if you are feeling like you don't want to quit, you just, you know, be more conscious of how much you're using it. Okay, so the next one is another negative one would be human connection. So as human beings... It is seen as essential for us to be able to communicate and build personal connections with each other. So I'm going to say this name and I hope I say it right. Stina Sanders. She's a former model. She told the independent newspaper that social media sometimes makes her feel like she's being left out. So this is a quote from her. I know from my experience I can get FOMO when I see my friend's photos at a party I didn't go to. And this in turn, can make me feel quite lonely and anxious. I think FOMO is massive. I think that we just said it like there as well. Like people have such a fear of missing out. I used to do this, but I'm I'm quite good at this now. I have JOMO, the joy you, of missing out. <laughs> I think I have JOMO as well. Like if I see people out at a party and I'm just sitting in my pajamas watching Netflix, they're like, I'm just chilling out. I'm like yeah yeah well I do I would get it but like not ne- necessarily for like nights out and stuff it'd be more like I get it from concerts yeah concerts definitely oh, I get really sad when people like the Jonas Brothers I'm like, oh, oh, I wasn't at the Jonas Brothers and I was like oh, I wish I was at the Jonas yeah. Brothers yeah yeah or even just like for me it'd be like if it was a summer day or something and I seen people like doing walks in Holt or something and I'm yeah. stranded here or something like yeah. that yeah but that's yeah, true. It's not like a, a regular occurrence for me. It would happen like every now and then that yeah. I get like FOMO. Yeah. But I do understand like for people, especially I feel like when you're younger, it's definitely a much bigger thing. Because you know when you're younger, it's a lot more like, oh, why wasn't I invited? And yeah. yeah. Well, I know that can still happen when you're older and that, but I'm not part of a big friendship group. So I wouldn't have that um, like where you where your friends are kind of off without you or whatever, you know, that kind of way. So yeah. you would get that, like, FOMO. Yeah, see, that's the thing as well. Like, you can now see if your friends are hanging out together. Yeah. And you might be like, oh, why didn't they invite me? Yeah. But it might just be a case that they were bumped into each other or they were just talking and went, let's go for coffee. It wasn't as if it was anything against you. It was just more that they were like, oh, let's meet up and do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... I think now with social media, because you can see everything, you're like, oh, and you're always like trying to, um, put like, how would I, how would I say this? Like you're always assuming the story behind the picture yeah. or the story or the Facebook stats, whatever it is, you know. Yeah. You're like analyzing it, and you know, if you saw two of your friends out, you're thinking, oh, they planned that and they purposely didn't invite me, which may be the case, but like you don't always know but we are always like analyzing things and putting two and two together and getting five you know what I mean 
yeah, we'd act like you would see a photo and you would think you would like make up a story in your head, yeah. sort of. Yeah, that's true. Definitely. So. <laughs> getting a bit clogged up there. Yeah. So the next one is our memory. So it's kind of revolved around making memories. So we all know that social media can be amazing for looking back on memories and reminiscing. So this comes to photos and stuff like this. But sometimes just looking back on photos that can alter the memories we actually have of those photos. Many of us are guilty and I will raise my hand high and say that I am definitely one of these. So I'm guilty of spending too much time trying to take the perfect photo of sceneries or friends, whatever, etc. Whatever the moment is that we end up missing like the first hand experiences of witnessing it with my two eyes. So what it means is basically you climb a mountain and the first thing you do is take a photo. You don't yeah. take it in, you don't look around, you take a photo. Or you're like, instead of being in them, I used to do this all the time when I, I used to have a camera, a little camera I'd take on nights out, I had many of them. And I would take the most random photos of my friends. They'd be laughing, they'd be dancing. Now it's all pose pictures yeah. and we're all getting this perfect picture that we'll all like. And um, I much prefer pictures that are like, you didn't know were being taken. Like, like the back of you Yeah, or like you take a few of them kind of photos. Like if, like let's say me and one of our sisters are walking or something and you take it or just things like that. Like I, yeah. I think they're much nicer. I much prefer these photos where or they also get the least like. likes yeah you know, if you're thinking of it that way like you always say this and i i can agree like if this, i was to yeah. put up a photo of like the sky or like something really pretty um like my dogs even they'd yeah. get like maybe 50 likes or something and then if i was to stand in a perfect position with my makeup done like that could get over 100 likes like it's just yeah mad i never understand this because we have the cutest dogs in the world <laughs> or you take a picture of a beautiful beach a beautiful sunset blah 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 you're not in it but the sky is stunning the water is stunning whatever you can take the most perfect photo and it might you know might get 30 likes and then you put up a picture of you going on a night out and you get close to 200 likes and you're like where are all these people why yeah. like what is the difference here and I get like it's nice that like they're like okay you look great or whatever and here's a like but i'm like what why it's just such a massive difference it's It's a massive difference a few likes or something but yeah i i don't know but if you were interested in likes and comments and your mind was in a place then you would only put up the pictures of of yourself yourself. because you would be like um when I put up pictures of beautiful scenery or my family or my friends or just even like my arts and crafts or videos of me singing or, or you know, anything and yeah. I don't get these likes, then you're like, I might not put them up. This is the good thing about Instagram taking away likes because no one can see. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Except in some countries you can still see. So that's whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I am guilty of that. See, for me... I like to capture a lot of moments. I like to um, have these memories to look back on. I will take too many photos and I don't care because I went through a stage of people were saying to me, you know, you take too many photos, you take too many photos. And I was then went a while without really taking any photos. And now I'm like, 
I don't have any photos from those times. I don't really remember them anyway. And now I don't have any photos. Or And I'm like, why Why was I listening to other people? I take less photos. Like, if I'm going on a night out, I'll take my photos mainly beforehand. And then I won't really take any photos when I'm out. And it's more, it's not like I want to remember the night. It's more that I'm spending time with people I love. And I like having photos of us, yeah. if that makes sense. I'm really, really, really bad at taking photos. Like, I have no photos with, um, like, even, like, me and you, if I was to think, like, the last photo we took was probably, apart from Christmas, we have one. Yeah. But we never take photos together, and I never take photos with, like, my friends or my girlfriend or anything like that. Like, I'm so bad yeah. at, like, capturing moments. Like, I'm good at taking photos of my dogs and taking photos of myself when I'm done up. But because I'm only done up, like, at the most, maybe once a week, I don't take photos all the rest of the time, you know? And I don't always take photos when I have makeup on, but uh, I don't capture enough moments, which is really annoying because, like, I, like when I was younger, I used to take so many photos. Yeah. But now I feel like there's so much pressure to have, like, a good photo like to look good in every photo even when you're you have no makeup on you're still yeah. supposed to look like like good with like no makeup like I don't know it's hard to explain but yeah I fight this every day like honestly I fight this all the time because I got mixed up in that um having the perfect photo and only putting up photos. And I don't wear makeup ever. I wear makeup on nights out. And I never go out. But, well, sometimes I have nights out that are a couple in a row and stuff like that. But this is when, and I actually really enjoy wearing makeup as well. It's just, I am a person. If I can have 10 more minutes in bed, I'm doing it. It might be different, you know, when I have to, like, work and be, pro- like... Professional. Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? It might be different then. But I don't think so because I've had many jobs and I still do placements and I'm just that's who I am me too um however where was I going with this oh yeah so I'm I've used I got into the thing of having you have to have it and then I was like no I like taking pictures of skies I like taking pictures of my dogs I like this and I used to be like okay but you can't put up photos of yourself and then recently me and our other sister were going for a walk and we with my mother and the three of us walked and we just had such a funny day we were just laughing all the time and there's a picture of me and my sister and if I was to look at it I can tell I'm exhausted I was going through a stage where I was really exhausted in life and um I think I was just really down and we just had a really fun day but if you look at the photo I look quite exhausted in it and I was like don't even know which photo you're talking it's about. just when it, we were yeah. walking up in Clotterhead and the yeah but anyway, we were take we took this vote and I posted it and I was like, I can see that I'm quite exhausted, but I all like the captions like a day without laughter is a day wasted yeah. because I wanted to remember that day and I was like, screw this. And then recently as well I was running and I was like, Oh, I kinda wanna put it I like on Instagram and I took a picture of me and you could see wrinkles all over my eyes. Yeah. And I was like oh no I've wrinkles and I was like of course I've fucking wrinkles I'm human like of course I'm gonna have wrinkles so I actually like put a note about my wrinkles I was like why are we taught to be ashamed of wrinkles like when you think about it now I was like I'm happier at 28 than I ever was at 18 20 when I had no wrinkles then I was like wait I probably have had wrinkles all my life you see 
people smile and they all have like wrinkles on their eyes like it's a natural to have yeah. lines on your face it's just natural light do you know what I mean so I'm kind of, I think since I I had an accident this summer where I burnt my skin and um, my legs and my um hand and my skin is probably always going to look different and I spend a lot of time kind of mourning that if that makes sense my body and then I had to just boost myself just change and just begin to love my body again and just love it for um all its differences and you know all its growth and all its strength and just take it as it is and even if that's wrinkles or spots if I have spots I'm like okay you know it's my hormones or I have to drink more water I have to clean my face make sure I'm clean or use less products clean my face or something I have to change something or eat differently do you know what I mean like I have to do this but um (laughs) It's my body's way of telling me something. So I'm like, instead of just being like, hating my body for just being natural. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to put these up and I'm going to celebrate these moments no matter what. Yeah, see, I, I feel like for me, I'm still at that stage where I have to get to um, being like that. Like, I obviously, yeah. I have the like self-awareness of that. Like, I know you should post things like that, but I still struggle. Yeah to um post things that are more uh, I still struggle by the way I still struggle I I took a photo of me and boy I'm seeing and I put it on Instagram in like a thing and my arm is is looks like to me I was like it looks quite big in that and then I was like it took me a minute I was wasn't going to post it and then I was like oh I'm posting photos of everyone why can't I post this photo? And then I was like, it's so what? My arm just looks a bit big. It's the way I'm standing. It's just the way my arm is. You know what I mean? Like, and it took some, I had to really talk myself into it. And now I just don't even care. Yeah. See, I'm still like at a point where I'm not like fully confident with like my body and that. So yeah, I, it will take me a while to get there, but I am working towards being more like, um, real and honest and, um I don't know how how to word it but like just to be less filtered on social media yeah not that I use a lot of filters yeah. but I do definitely pick the highlights of my life to post yeah and um, but going back to the memories thing I know that is a thing that does have um a negative effect on people's lives like you do constantly if you go on snapchat if you're on instagram if you're on facebook you're getting Every day you're getting, this is what you did this day last year, this is what yeah. you did this day seven years ago, you know, which for some people, like, the memories are not always great. True. And we do also, like, going back to comparison as well, we even have that thing of, we look back on a photo of ourselves five years ago and we're like, oh, oh yeah. my God, I look, um, a lot of those photos are staged and they're not natural, but we think of them as being like, oh my God, I looked gorgeous in the state of me now. I know. But it's not always. But that can be a thing as well for... Um, so say um, if you are like I'm 28 now so if we look back five years ago I was 23 I was living in Australia and um, I was younger looking Um, you know my body was different so I'm now going oh my god look at me then I was so young oh my god look at like 23 and then I'm like but like I can't freeze time yeah. do you know what I mean like you really sometimes you have to be like oh I wish I was 23 again and then you're like Ah oh, well, should be more just like oh, I'm glad that happened, but now I'm yeah. I'm here and it's different, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. Yeah, exactly. Like you know what I mean. Like the f- 
the future is still exciting and where I'm at now is still exciting. But, like, sometimes I do have to have that conversation in my head yeah. with myself going, but what you're doing now is exciting as well. You know, you're yeah. getting a degree, you're doing something that you really love. You know, you might yeah. not be on a beach in Australia, but you hopefully can go back and be on a beach yeah. in Australia one day. But doing that made you come to the stage where you're at now. Um, and you're just getting older. It's just natural. And as the years go by like the happier I tend to get yeah do you know so even like I feel like all of us do this where we look back at photos and we remember it's something that's always going on social media like you always see it like on twitter and stuff where people say oh look at this photo I thought I was fat in this photo and yeah and we all think this every single year but I remember seeing a post by uh I think her name is Louise McSherry and it was like basically saying um if we look back on photos like that and we think we thought we were fat at that time or we thought we were whatever at a certain time and we didn't like live our lives because of that then we're after wasting like five years like I remember her saying we thought if people think that they look fat in a bikini or something yeah and then they don't go and swim like when you're 70 and you look back and you think I didn't go and like swim that time with like my daughter or with my friend or whatever just because I thought that maybe my thighs look too big or something like you are like missing out on so much is this going off on something completely different no no keep going I don't really know where I where I kind of lost myself in the middle of that okay um the next one is sleep so sleep is very important we know this yeah um I believe our age group is seven to nine hours is that 18 plus to a certain stage um i'm not 100 percent sure but sleep is really important so the thing is that many of us use our phones too soon before going to sleep this makes it harder for us to you know doze off into a sleep guilty yeah i do it every night every Every night. night i go to bed i sit in bed with my chamomile tea and i scroll yeah. I mightn't even have been on social media all day, so I think I'm catching up. What's <laughs> that voice? I don't know. Um, no, yeah, I do that too, because if I'm at placement all day or something, so I'm not really looking at it, and then I yeah. think, oh, now's the time to kind of look at Instagram or whatever, but it's probably the worst time, because it ma- makes your mind become more active again, and yeah. you start to overthink things, or whatever it is, you know, you're... Um, you're making your mind rethink when you should be kind of settling down and closing off on the day. Yeah. Um, but I have a statistic here that says 44% of people in Ireland check their phone during the night. So I definitely do that. Mm. If I wake up, um, like let's say 2 a.m. or something, I'll check my phone and see if I got any messages. or. I just check the time. So I can be like bad at actually going on and really? checking stuff, yeah. Would you used to have your notifications turned off? I still though. have my notifications turned so off. So you would go I on and look with, for them. Yeah. Okay, because I was like, if you have your note, because you know the way you can have that notifications come up on your screen. Yeah. Laura has those hidden, so she has to go into her apps to see her notifications. Yeah. So that's why I was asking because if I look at my phone in the middle of the night, I can see all my messages. Yeah. But I just look at the, the see, time. For me, like I normally fall asleep when I'm talking to someone. So okay. then I wake up and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't reply to that. So then I go and I look at, like at a message. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I know it's not a good way to do it. Cause sometimes it's really hard to get back to sleep if you do do that. Yeah, because the light has an effect on your eyes yeah. as well. 
Um, what I read about the brain, about what you said basically is our brains will be on high alert because we're starting to look on our phone and it can be especially bad if we see something that we don't like on social media. Yeah. So news is always being carried on social media in yeah. general. So if there was something to happen that was, you know, quite devastating to you or, you know, if you maybe you're a fan of a celebrity and you've seen something or maybe you just read a tweet that you were like, I don't like that. Yeah, I've definitely done that before. Like with, there was this really scary story with like a YouTuber years ago. And I remember reading it in the middle of the night and I had to stay awake the whole night because I was like terrified. Yeah. So like it is, you have to be it's careful what you look at in the night. Exactly. If you're a chicken shit like me. <laughs> so the recommended is you should stop looking at social media and I'm not sure, it just says social media. It doesn't really say your phone, but I would assume your phone so, as social well, media. Yeah. I have 40 minutes to an hour before bed. Yeah. So that's when you should stop looking at it. So set your alarms. Also, I've um one of my lecturers said, you know, your phone. I'm guilty of this as well. So I'm I'm just giving advice, and I'm giving advice to myself as well. Do as I say, and not as I do. It should not be on your bed. I it used to should be so be good at doing that. Miles away. It should be that the fact that if your alarm goes off, you have to get out of bed. Yeah. And go there, and it's when I'm in Limerick, it's not on my bed because this plug is too far away yeah but if when I come home at the weekends it's literally right underneath my pillow yeah and I know this I'm not very good at how explaining it but I know it sends something the phone sends something into your brain or something I don't know <laughs> I know what you're it. trying to say and I know if you all look it up you'll find all that information I'm sure there's documentaries there's everything on it I'm not very good at explaining it um but I do know it affects your brain is mental health in general so it's um, social media has been proven to cause unhappiness. It can lead to he- mental health issues such as anxiety and depression. So when used too much or without caution. So they say you don't need to quit social media for good. But if you feel like it's beginning to get you down, it might be time for a change. So I have some statistics here about teenagers, but I know you have statistics about Ireland in general. Yeah. So 89% of the population have access to internet at home compared to 72% just seven years ago. Seven this is this year, is it? This uh, sorry, this, these were in 2018. There hasn't okay. been, it's on the CSO and there hasn't been um, updates since then. So they're re-arised though, 89%. Yeah. That's still quite large. But 72% of people that have access to internet use, uh, no, have access to internet use social media platforms. Yeah. And females are more use social media more, so seventy nine percent of females compared to males, which is sixty nine percent. Okay. Um, they say the average teenager will check their phone up to sixty times a day. One point six million fifteen plus year olds use fa- their Facebook page pages daily. Um, thirty seven percent of Irish people access the internet through a smartphone, which I'm surprised is not higher, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and again, I said 44% of people check their phone during the night. And 93% of 16 to 29-year-olds use the internet for social networking. So 93%? Yeah. There, that's where it all is, isn't it? Yeah, that's where the social media is. Um, Yeah. Okay, so the ones I have, I have a few stats here, but Laura's World based in Ireland, and the ones I have are from the US. 
So I found that a study of 6,595 teenagers between the ages of 12 and 15 in the US found that those who used social media more heavily were more likely to report issues such as depression, anxiety and loneliness, as well as aggression and antisocial behaviour than teens who did not use social media. Um, I also found that teenagers who spent three to six hours on social media a day had a 60% increased risk of reporting internalising problems alone and 78% if they spent more than six hours. Another one is that this study found that fewer than 17% of adolescents did not use social media. That's the same as Ireland, was it? 93%? Yeah. Well, 93% of tw- 16 to 29 year olds use social media. Okay, and this one was... D- did 72% not use. in Ireland or in general have access to social media. Okay, so that's quite like a little. Well, 17% of adolescents did not use social media. So it's quite similar. Yeah, it's yeah, quite similar. Right. Um, 32% spent less than 30 minutes a day. Um, 31% spent 30 minutes to 3 hours. 12% spent 3 to 6 hours. And 8% spent more than 6 hours a day. So I suppose 8% is big, but it's also small. At least the largest percentage is spent less than 30 minutes a day. However, 31% is quite close to people spending 30 minutes to three hours. So you don't know, that's quite a big loop, isn't it? So the next thing that I have here is just a little bit about likes and comments. I know you have um, something on that as well. So... What I just really have about likes and comments is if your mood is based on how many likes and comments you are getting, then this is damaging your mental health. Um, I actually have a story about this. So this is before Instagram took away the likes. I was um, teaching English um, in Dublin and I was teaching it to teenagers and we kind of brought up the subjects of social media and between them, they were doing pros and cons. Um, they would write on the board and stuff like that and we started a conversation about likes and this student said to me that if her photo doesn't receive over a hundred likes she will take down the photo that she will look at that photo and think obviously this photo isn't good enough whatever the photo is and then she'll take it down it was completely based on the likes this was before instagram took away the likes um, so I don't know how she feels now, but I know when the likes were there, she would take that photo down. She would feel that she wasn't good enough. She was 14 years age, 14 years mad. age, 14 years of age. Yeah, and I do see that a lot. Like, and this is going off Facebook. If I was to see like uh, someone that I'd know that would be in the age bracket of like 14 to maybe 19, they're getting like 300 and something likes on, yeah. a, on a photo on Facebook. I don't even have 300 and something friends on Facebook. Yeah, I don't but know like anyhow. for them, like if they were to get a hundred or something, that probably seems like nothing. Whereas yeah. for like our age group, um, like probably 20 plus, like getting likes on Facebook really isn't that big of a deal. Like Facebook no. is probably what I care about the least. Yeah, um, I forget. I changed my profile picture the other day. And I was on Facebook for a whole 24 hours and I went in and I was like, why do I have so many notifications? Yeah. I forgot, like I didn't even look back to check. Yeah, it's not something that you really like, uh, well not me, I wouldn't care about Facebook used at all. Used to though, when, when to, yeah, Facebook definitely. was my main, like Instagram would be my main social media that I would use now. Me too. 
but Facebook years ago that was the case like Facebook was the main one I would use so I don't know like it yeah likes would have changed. been a big yeah. thing on Facebook for us like years ago yeah. but even at that like we would never be uh, probably getting over like like a hundred likes would be mental no, back yeah. then. You know? I wouldn't know. I, I've seen people get like thousands of likes and, you know, quite high in the hundreds for, you know, a selfie or for really great news or, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, I, I wouldn't be getting anything like that. No. no. Um, but I do definitely, like I will admit to like caring about likes. Um, oh yeah. Definitely. Like I'm sure I have deleted photos if they haven't got enough likes. Uh, not that like not enough but like not a lot um because you do start to like question yourself then which I know is ridiculous but mm. you do you start to think you know oh god do I actually look awful in that photo or yeah um whatever you just you do it does make you feel a bit shit basically not that like likes really mean it because I know I like things that I don't really give a second thought you know what I mean I am a liker yeah I will too. like everything everything like sometimes it's very rare that I won't like it um, and it must be something that I really don't like if I'm not liking it I will like I'm a great person and if I'm not liking your photos it's because for some reason Instagram's not putting you in my that feed that sounds like you just said I'm a great person but I get what you meant oh <laughs> sorry I'm a great person for liking your photos but and if I'm not liking them it's because it's not coming up in my feed not because of anything else because or I will like everything like, sometimes I'll like a photo or like I'm you, not online like you said before like sometimes you don't read the caption so sometimes I'll like a photo and then I'll read the caption and I'm like oh god I don't agree with that and I'm after liking yeah. that photo so I'll yeah. have to go and unlike it yeah um, that happened like someone um, I know um, during the repeal the 8 liked my photo when I was in support of repeal the 8 and I knew for a fact they were pro-life. Uh, so they obviously didn't read my caption because I was so confused when I found out they were pro-life. I was like, but they liked my repeal the AFO. Yeah. And I'm like, they didn't read the caption. No, yeah. They didn't read it. Um, so yeah, it is, you know, you should really read the captions because you don't know what you're liking to. Yeah. And people will go in and see who they who liked certain photos or liked certain tweets or yeah, who's following certain people. That's, you know important to them or whatever if it's something harmful and you're liking yeah, it and you don't yeah. you're unconsciously liking it you should kind of read the captions because you don't really know what they're saying yeah you know you have to be just aware of that exactly um and then obviously a massive like negative to social media um which has been brought to light a lot in the last uh, week or so is cyberbullying and just trolls and whatever word you have for it just basically people being nasty online not thinking about the consequences of their words and the things to say about people which is one of the most dangerous things that we really really need to start looking into you know there's no laws that protect us at the moment from this you know people can say whatever they want and get away with yeah. pretty much anything um which is really, really scary, especially because social media is such a big thing in everyone's life. Yeah. You could have so many people saying bad things about you and they would basically get away with it. Um, there's not really anything that, as I said, protects us. So, um, yeah, I'd say that is probably the biggest negative effect that we can have on our mental health. I know, like, um, for me, when I was growing up, 
social media wasn't as big as it is now, but there was no. I was definitely still bullied online, um, bad like quite badly, um, to the point where I would get severely anxious. Where I when I'd look at my phone like this was when I was in school, like because people would post whatever they wanted because Facebook at the time wasn't like your parents weren't on it or yeah it was just younger people and people would say whatever they want and they didn't think anyone would really see it if you know what I mean yeah and a lot of people um consider themselves to be funny when they're doing these negative comments and I know myself people that would have wrote things on um social media when they were teenagers they just thought they were being funny they didn't really think of the person who they were saying it to or the consequences of it and like you know what I mean we were like I remember me and my friends would have probably been guilty of that or whatever and I suppose it all changes when someone writes something about you and you just go and it knocks you. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like I remember being called a fat horse on Inst- or on Facebook before. And I was like. And I still think about it. Like yeah. that would have been. This, these things stick with you. You know 12 years ago. And I had put on weight at the time. And I was like. Oh my god. And it was by a girl who. You know. Had never met me. Had never even seen me. My Facebook was very private. So it would have only based on one photo. But, like, I, I kind of, when I look back at it and, like, analyse it now, I kind of understand what she didn't actually mean that. It was just that it was, like, out of dislike for me and a situation. But it was, like, the words still cut. And she yeah. maybe she did want them to cut. Maybe that was the, the thing. Or maybe she thought I'd never see it, but I've seen it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was the thing. Like, people would write to their friends on Facebook on their walls yeah, about you and wall, they would yeah. talk about you and you would see it and I definitely think that that's still a thing that's going on and I think Twitter is one of the worst places for it because yeah. um, it's all indirectly like yeah it's indirect but you know when something is aimed at you um, like yeah like they don't make it like it's they're, obvious they're not going to comment on your photo not when you're not a celebrity basically like when you're just a normal person they're not going to comment on your photo saying you look rotten they'd rather be like did you see your one's photo blah 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 yeah um so yeah cyberbullying is not anything that's new like this has been going on for years and years and years and it's something that's just getting worse and worse and worse yeah like when you think it's now expanded to like revenge porn and oh, stuff, stuff like that, that. Makes me sick. and like that has been going on since I was in school and we didn't you know that was a longer time ago and we didn't really have the technology now that teenagers have and I actually if I was a parent now or a teacher in a school I don't even know how you would go about this because if you grow up in a different generation this is all so new to you is there enough training out there for people that do this you know what I mean like it uh, are the police even trained enough to come in and do this like when are they going to get all all the education about this like how long will that take and like you know even myself with studying what I study studying mental health I'm like the research is there's still so much research being done about social media on people and gaming and stuff like this that you know we're all still learning about the massive effects that this has and like none of us are protected like regardless of your age or and like there's nothing that protects us from 
uh, like the damaging effects of things like revenge porn or cyberbullying yeah. whatever in whatever form it comes like um there's such a limited um like things we can do about it you know uh, like I'd imagine a lot in a lot of scenarios you're probably just told to like delete your social media or something which for you can't just say that to a young person now because that's never going to happen yeah. it's just the way that society is going you know you can't just tell them well delete it or tell a parent well don't give them a phone because it's not realistic there ha- we need to have more um protection for people that use social media and people need to have more consequences for the things that they say because it's so like it's just so damaging the things that people can say like just before we uh, started this like Love Island Shauna I saw there was uh, an article coming up Love Island Shauna looks uh, unrealistic in or not unrealistic completely different in her Instagram photo or something and it's just like there's every day there's something that they're saying about someone and Twitter will go mad now talking about that and they forget like this is a real person yeah that they're talking about you know um like you've seen just hours after Caroline Flack has passed away and they were talking about Shauna from Love Island's legs and how weird her legs are and how big her legs are and stuff and I'm like will you ever learn like are you ever going to realize that your words have an effect on people and it's just um I definitely think that for me that comes across as the most damaging because I've been on the other end of it and I and I know I think and this oh this is something I've learned and it's it's kind of been known that bullies and trolls incredibly unhappy in their life incredibly um insecure self-esteem is way down the ground angry at life um they now have you know something happens and they're angry and they just react and how they react is social media and they type it and whatever. And years and years ago, people used to do it um, with uh, Twitter egg accounts. So basically, they would have fake accounts. And they would never put any pictures. But now, if you go into um, Facebook and you go to a lot of posts or in any newspaper articles and you read underneath in the comments on Facebook, don't ever, ever never do it. Do I it. never <laughs> recommend doing it. But if you do it, it's all people. And they have all these opinions. And they have their faces their names it's completely different people aren't afraid to hide this side of them now in like i don't know if schools like i don't know where you have to address this do you know what i mean that this when you're angry don't pick up your phone yeah don't write that comment yeah because i'm sure a lot of people do this do certain things out of anger but you, like it's the internet you can never fully delete what you said you know yeah. like someone has seen that and someone will be affected by that like you might be lucky no one sees it but look how many are. celebrities now are getting things that are dragged out of their past things that they wrote tweets that when they were 16 and stuff like that my social media accounts well my instagram was on public for ages and then I um had it on public and I don't know why but I left it on public and then I started doing placements and started volunteering in places and I went and I heard some of the people that were there and the organizations I was in 
and they were trying to add staff members on social media and this is completely ethically wrong and just breaking boundaries so I was like I need to put my stuff on private so on my Facebook was pretty private and everything like that was private but now my Instagram is completely private like I had to and I was like, why was it on public? Anyone could have Googled me. Yes. If I was going for an interview, if I was going for anything. And like when you when you Google my name, some of my Bebo photos come up as well. <laughs> and they're they're not they're gone now because Bebo's gone. But they were me drinking like West Coast Cooler Rose in my like, oh, they were awful. I was like, they're I mean, like, there forever. These things are here forever. So like you it was my eighteenth really birthday, like mm. it was the first photo that came up. You really have to be like careful what you're saying, um, and just try to be nicer to people. Like, you're not gonna gain. Well, you might gain a few likes on Twitter for saying something horrible, but like that's not gonna do anything for your you your self esteem in real life. You know, if you're mad at someone and you feel like you need to, like, write something under someone's photo, so a celebrity or someone you know puts up a post and you disagree with it and it's an opinion or it's something and you disagree with it and you feel this like overwhelming feeling you're like I'm so angry at this person like whether it's you know someone you don't know or whatever before you think of you like you think in your head I'm going to write a comment and I'm going to slay at this person I'm going to do this I'm going to do that put down your phone walk away from it Hopefully someone's in your company and you might just give out, have a little rant, have a little bitch about that person, you know, whatever you want or ring a friend or something. Write it down. Write it down. Get it out. Don't go back to your phone until it's out of your system because you, there's nothing that can come from writing that comment except negative things. Yeah. And I promise you that. There is nothing. There's been people who have wrote back to me on Twitter, especially around the Rebellion, oh, and I reply sometimes, and I'm so wound up for the day. And I'm so like, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm waiting for them to reply, or like I'm, you know, doing all these things. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, I'm literally putting myself through anger. Just delete that person's comment, block them, see you later. You don't need to be in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is the thing is that we, like everyone just has, it's too easy for people to just leave negative comments. Like I seen, I think Blind Boy put a tweet up before and it was basically like, if you have that overwhelming sense of anger, which we all do, like mute the person, put your phone down, walk away, come back, mute them, block them. If you, you know what I mean? Get them off your timeline. See you later. But there's nothing good can come from that writing that comment. No, and it's just, it's really, it can be really dangerous. So just think about the consequences of your actions when you're writing something like that. And even if you're writing to a friend about someone else, make sure it's not on a public forum where people can see. um, Because there are people behind the screens and your words have an effect on them. And... As Michelle said, like she saw a comment like seven or eight years ago, and that she still remember. She still remembers that, and I can still remember the things that people have posted about me on social media, and like things like that. They stay with you forever, so you can't take it back. Um. So. And like, look, as a teenager, I was never perfect. I was really insecure. Um. I 
probably got in too many fights and too many arguments with different females or whatever and I was not perfect I still feel any guilt now like I'm in therapy now and like I would bring up things I did as a teenager because I feel so guilty about them and it's because I didn't have the mental health support that I um have now that um growing up I needed more mental health support than I actually had so I didn't know how to deal with all the emotions and all the things that I was dealing with so if you find yourself getting really angry about things you're on social media too much you literally are thinking you hate everybody um or you're please go to anybody ask for extra help I hope there's extra help in your schools or colleges or whatever or work or or just even within your friends or if you need professional help whatever it is um but definitely if you feel that urge to kind of be nasty towards someone just maybe like reflect on why you're feeling that way or what is making you so angry yeah if you're so angry that you feel like you really need to take this person down a peg stop and look at yourself and think why why is this like there's has to be something else going on there yeah and please step back and ask for help because there has to be something else there there has to be another way of dealing with with whatever is going on than bringing someone else down um but yeah that's a, a really really big topic that we could probably talk about for ages yeah. because it's really relevant and it's really, um, yeah, just And we can sad. look at it from both points of views as well. We can look at it from the person who's receiving the abuse and the person who's given the abuse. And there is mental health issues then on both sides because the person who's given the abuse is obviously very unhappy in their life and the person that's receiving the abuse, like, no, they can only take so much, you know, they're only yeah. human beings. And, you know, celebrities always say this, or people that just come out of reality shows always say this, there could be a hundred nice comments and one negative one, and they will remember that negative one forever. Yeah. Whereas the hundred nice ones, it doesn't even resolve. We are programmed for some reason to remember every negative comment about us, and we can't remember positive ones. So just, like, they say... If you can't be kind, just don't say anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, if you, like, a celebrity puts up a photo or someone puts up a photo and you don't like it, just keep scrolling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just Lock don't them, say it. Delete anything. them, whatever you have to do. Just don't say it. There's just no need to. Um, Nothing good can come from it. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, so that's the cyberbullying one. And that's then. Yeah, we better get off or we'll be here all day. Yeah, literally. It's. So there's just so much to talk there's about. There's just on so that many one. different angles and like I, I do fear for people who work with teenagers now because it you know, I hope there's a lot of training being made for those to be able to tackle this when it's happening. Yeah, so we go into some positives. Let's go into some positives. So the positives I have is that it raises awareness and attempts to like destigmatize like mental health and talking about your mental health because you have such access to other people's uh experiences so with like instagram and that there's like um is her name body positive 
Panda. Posse Panda, yeah. Like, there's people like that who share Jesse their King. stories about, like, body image and stuff. So yeah. then you can relate to that. So there is that, like, sense of, like, um, I'm not alone. Yeah, maybe community too. But, like, you do, like, for me... One one of these things would be like when I was younger and I was struggling with anxiety, but at the time I didn't know it was anxiety, and I watched um Zoella, mm. um and she had a video called like something like dealing with panic panic attacks and anxiety, and I remember, uh, watching that and being like, oh my god, that's what I have. So I felt like I wasn't so weird then that like yeah. the things that I was experiencing that other people actually go through that. So then there is that like sense of like I'm not alone and yeah. other people you know experience similar things to me yeah um, my friend was saying today that um she's really really crafty and creative she follows lots of people who are crafty and creative so she's always think getting ideas yeah. of what to make next and she watches like DIYs and then she might make things like it could be um I don't know like she does make like really cool stuff and decorations and stuff like that and she just watches them she says she can get lost hours of watching it and then she'll be on pinterest diving into all these ideas but it's a creative outlet as well then because she's getting that inspiration yeah that's like the next thing i have is that it's a good way to express yourself like self-expression so it could be true art or it could be you know photography um it could be poetry yeah, makeup. It could literally be anything. Like you have YouTube, you have Instagram, you have SoundCloud, you have um, Pinterest, whatever Tumblr. you want to use. Like there's so many different ways of um expressing yourself, which can be like particularly good for people who are like socially anxious or like um just uh introverts who aren't necessarily like comfortable with like um expressing themselves face to face, you know, yeah. in real life. So like a good way of them to a good way for them to like get their personality out more maybe through social media um another one would be that it gives us a voice so like for us right now um yeah we can you know express our views on certain things and talk about mental health and things that are important to us and yeah um same with just so many people like you can get your voice heard so easily now which can be a good thing or a bad thing yeah um but for it can be done for positive reasons you know and we have you see that a lot on social media you know you see a lot of people doing good with their platforms so like we said at the start of the podcast like humans of dublin humans of new york people are getting to share their stories and it gives people a voice to like listen and stuff like that there's also youtube you know where people can go and you can search anything and like you said it gives people a voice to tell their mental health stories or you know tell any story really yeah um and then emotional support and community building so like i said about getting to know different people like if you feel like you don't fit into the community that you live in there is always like internet communities like their support systems on online like you know like mum's net and all these things for like parents and then you have like um like there'd be like lgbt plus communities that you can be part of um online there's so many like facebook groups or there's 
Instagram, well, not really Instagram, like Twitter group chats or whatever that you can be a part of on based on your interests or your like what you identify as. So there's a, so many different um, varieties of people. <laughs> yeah, I heard a story recently of a, a boy and he was a trans boy and he lived in the middle of absolutely nowhere um, he was completely different to everyone in his school or so he felt and he found that emotional support and community through online yeah. and he made friends with people in the UK people like all over the world because he just didn't have no one had the knowledge or um, to under, or try and understand even him and he found friendships online because of his location really do you know what yeah. I mean and he was very very lonely and then he went online and found his community yeah yeah so there like there definitely will be loads of stories like that which is yeah. really good so there is so like there's probably more positives that I don't have here and like it's different for everyone but they were just some that um kept coming up and coming up in all the yeah. research I was doing well like another pro for me would be that um I went backpacking a long time ago and um, met loads of people all over the world. The pro for me is that I can still keep in contact with them through social media. We don't have to like write postcards or letters here, there and everywhere and it takes a long time. Whereas I can, you know, see what they're up to but I could also message them instantly. Yeah, same as like when you were away, like we could video call you yeah. or we could... Um, see your posts and stuff so we'd know where you were or what, what you were doing and we could um, almost talk to you um, instantly if we needed to um, so there is that like you can talk to people all over the world yeah and it is a good it is a good form of communica communication not for every situation in life I do I do think that like face-to-face -face interactions are and human connections yeah. are very important but um, it is a good way of communication like I definitely do use it for to communicate a lot yeah like we learn a lot about counseling skills and a lot about um learning to actively listen to one another and one of the things is you know how social media has taken that away from all of us because we're not even keeping eye contact with each other anymore we're scrolling to our phones and we're half listening half not listening we're looking, you know, everything through our phones. And, you know, sometimes when we're texting, we're, we're, we're kind of listening or reading what the person's saying. However, when we're face-to-face, -face, we're not really face-to-face. -face. We don't really look up. And to actively listen, part of that is looking at the person yeah. because you see what way their body is because they could be saying something and their body language is telling you something completely different. Yeah. But if you're not looking at them... You can't see that. Yeah, you can paint a perfect picture through a, a text message, but when you're standing face to face, it's a lot harder to, um, pretend to be like okay or to, um, portray a different picture. You know, it's you're more honest when you're face to face because your body language yeah speaks for you, and it's nice to talk to people and have someone really really listen to you as well like do you know what I mean like if you're talking about something serious it's nice that you know you have someone's full attention and you can have a cuddle at the end you can <laughs> have a cuddle through the phone <laughs> well if you're a soldier boy you can kiss them through the phone through the phone oh, only 2000 as early 2000 kids would know no <laughs> <Like that. laughs> 
keeping that in. <laughs> keeping that in. Gross. Okay. Um, so just before we go into um, what to do if social media is affecting your mental health, I just remembered a story that our sister told us. And um, I was just thinking about what she said. So she's kind of gone off Instagram for a few months. She's just taken a break from it. Or she kind of feels like now she's off it so long. She doesn't even think she'll go back. But she was saying that since she's been off it, people have been just assuming that she knows what they're getting up to because they would have it up on their Instagram or up on, up on their Instagram stories. So her friends would just assume that she's up to date with their life. So she's missing out on things because and I would be guilty of probably not telling her things because you're like oh you I put it up on knows. I put it up on my Instagram story did you not see her I put it on my Instagram so she's missing that because people aren't really communicating and saying what they are doing as well I think we all just assume people know what we're up to because we're putting it on the internet but that's not the case for everyone and we also assume we know what people are doing because of what they um upload as well yeah you know what I mean like we'd be like oh I'm not gonna ask them about this because they posted that chart but you don't know the full background yeah exactly of the story yeah so I guess it's just not about um assuming as well and just being mindful as well that you should still talk to your friends about what you're up to as well and um I think we all just need to start talking more do we face to face um or on the phone little phone calls every now and again even some voice messages it's nice to hear a voice yeah, it is nice. It is nice. They're quite easy to do as well, yeah, aren't they? Sometimes a bit more personable, you know. Yeah. So some of the things to do if you feel that social media is affecting your mental health is monitor, monitor, <laughs> <laughs> monitor. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Monitor. Then you were like, <laughs> fucking monster just came out of my Honestly. throat. Honestly, sorry, go on. Oh, okay. So some of the things I'm leaving that in. No, you're <laughs> not. Monitor. Monitor, and then you block out that. <laughs> okay, well. So some of the things you can do. Okay, so some of the things that you can do if social media is affected your mental health and I got these from Spot Out which is a great website as well you can go on to um so the first one is monitor your social media um look up how often you're using your social media and how much you spend on social media yeah so how often you're picking up your phone and then how long are you keeping it in your hand how long are you scrolling basically yeah I used to have an app that you could have and it would come up in the corner ev- uh, how long you have spent on every single app yeah. and how t- many times you unlocked your phone and um, it also would you could set it so that it would lock a certain app if you were on it for like a certain amount of time yeah so if you if you if it was that severe yeah it's that. as if it's managing your mental health this is something that I am going to try... See, it's different for me on different days. On Sundays, I spend a lot of time on buses, so I'm probably on social media more. Um, I do try and download uh, shows on Netflix and watch them, but sometimes the buses are so busy that that's you don't really want to get your laptop out and be like, 
you know, annoying the person beside you. So sometimes I do spend more time on social media, but I think I'm going to try and do at least the 40 minutes before you go to bed. So the next one then is unfollow toxic accounts. So it is, it's been known that if you fill your feed with things that are positive to you or educational to you, it's better for your mental health and your self-esteem. Whereas following toxic accounts, um, can damage your mental health so basically if you have to follow them they're your friends they're your family mute them you know what i mean you can still follow them but mute them so you don't have to see them every day however if they're people that you really don't need to be following like celebrities or um people who are you know instagram famous and stuff like that you can really just unfollow them you know what i mean yeah they are probably doing the same on their social media accounts. They probably follow people that inspire them as well. So the last one is take a break. If it is really affecting your life, maybe delete the account for a little while or just log off. And maybe delete the app even from your phone. Or like Laura said, take a break. Maybe turn your notifications off like you have. You have your notifications yeah. off. So you don't see them on your phone. You actually have to log into the accounts to see your notifications. Just give your head a break with it all. Yeah. It might be for um, a couple of hours a day. It might be for a couple of weeks. I've done it for a couple of months before yeah. and stuff. And I find it really beneficial for my mental health. I do it. Coming out of all this research, one thing I'm definitely going to try is at least... I'm going to try with 40 minutes before I go to sleep. And it's going to be hard because it's my routine. But it's new week tomorrow. And that's one thing I'm going to take from this. Because I would be guilty of spending um quite some time on social media. It I'm not balanced. There's days I will only spend... um. 30 minutes on it and then there could be days where I spend three hours so one thing that I'm going to take from this is that I am going to do the 40 minutes and mine would be to try and post um more like of my everyday life than my once in a blue moon life life yeah like not photos where I'm all dressed up or whatever more photos of just what I look like every single day yeah that's good so so we get into our recommendations that I forgot about, which I don't have. <laughs> so maybe what we could do is um, recommend people to follow on social media. So if you're not taking a break, we could recommend maybe one person each that I know and you know that you like to follow who is a positive person to have in your newsfeed. Maybe that's what we could do. Okay. So the first person that comes to my mind when I think about this is Chessie King. Um, I found out about her I don't know someone must have posted her on her story and I went in and checked her out and I just instantly fell in love with her she is um, she kind of promotes different body images and she's really really real on Instagram and like she I can see here I just went up to look up her up to make sure I got her name correct and she's got like a video of yoga her doing yoga and just trying to you know basically help you not be worried in a yoga class about how your body looks because we're all like this is all it's just celebrating your body and what it looks like and she's a really great person to bring up go in and look at her anyway it's chessie king with two g's um so go in and look at her and if you like what she does she just be just dancing around with her body and she's just hilarious and um, if you do like her i recommend following her think of anyone to follow 
that's really positive. We tried to look through my social media and anyone I follow is people that I know in my day-to-day life and I don't want to... Um, Maybe that's a recommendation that you just follow people that you don't. Yeah, I don't really follow celebrities. Um, cause I do. I follow a lot of people. Yeah, I do. And a lot of photography people I follow. I don't follow any celebrities really. Probably Harry Styles, but I can't really... Niall rec- Horan, I've seen him. Yeah, <laughs> I can't really recommend uh, Harry too because he doesn't post it. And so my recommendation is going to be the same as I think I've already recommended this like two weeks ago, but just unfollow people that make you feel shit about yourself or mute them. And maybe just try and take a little bit of a break from social media this week. Yeah. And do something better for your mental health. Yeah, a bit of self-care. Yeah. Do some podcasts and that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's about all, because we've been talking for nearly two hours now. So, yeah. no dreamed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thanks very much. We'll ba- see you soon. Ba- ba- bye. Bye.